Today is Thursday, December 8th, 2022, and a low point in American foreign policy in your lifetime. Joe Biden has released a Russian terrorist for a pothead WNBA wokester who hates our country, abandoning a U.S. Marine still in Russian custody wrongfully. AOC under investigation by Congress, House Ethics Committee, and disgraced crypto bro Sam Bankman-Fried under criminal investigation by DOJ. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, very, very rare when you get a chance to fully see the scumbag corruption at the very core of your government laid so bare. But you saw it this morning with the breaking news of Brittany Griner, a pothead drug addict who brought illegal drug paraphernalia into Russia. Nobody disputes this. Brought illegal drugs into Russia. This is against the law there. Was convicted. You may argue her conviction. You may argue the process of this trial was sentenced to nine years hard labor inside of a a gulag archipelago prison colony in Russia. You may argue the process and the conviction and the strength of that conviction But nobody is questioning that she broke the law there in Russia, that she spit in the face of the people who were hosting her as a country. She was there to play basketball. This is what she does professionally in the WNBA. She also professionally hates this country, saying uh, back in 2018 that the national anthem has no place in the WNBA or sports. She was the MVP runner-up at that season, and she kneeled when the anthem was played. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Brittany Griner is is a very um, uh, emblematic uh, example of somebody who has gone woke, somebody who hates the country of which she is successful in. Somebody who is disrespectful of our nation, its anthem, its colors, under which she competes. Brittany Griner, national anthem has no place in the WNBA or sports. This is Brittany Griner. This is who this person is. She's also a pothead, and she was charged with drug paraphernalia laws in Russia. The Biden regime has now gone about swapping her, trading her for a man named Victor Bout. Victor Bout is a arms dealer, a Russian and a terrorist. Victor Bout was serving 25 years in federal maximum security prison for selling AK-47s to terrorist groups in order to kill Americans. That's what Victor Bout was doing. Victor Bout was put in prison in one of the largest sting operations in American history. Victor Bout is called the merchant of death and also one of the most dangerous men in the world. Victor Bout was just a few years into a 25-year sentence found guilty of attempting to facilitate the mass murder of Americans. We are releasing Victor Bout 
back to Russia while we are actively at war with Russia. And I don't care if you want to call it an undeclared war with Russia. We are actively releasing one of the most dangerous men that Russia has ever produced back to Russia while America is in hot conflict with Russia. Oh, we're not technically at war with Russia. Uh, Wait a second, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are. Where do the missiles come from in Ukraine? Where do the guns come from in Ukraine? Where does the fighting apparatus come from in Ukraine? Where does the money that Ukraine uses to fight come from? America is actively at war with Russia. By the way, a New York Times piece just two weeks ago said that Russians were experiencing and engaging Americans on the battlefield. Americans are actively fighting in Ukraine against Russia. So American lives are literally at stake. Americans are boots on the ground in Ukraine. We are training the Ukrainian military. We are within firing range of the Russians. And you are releasing the most dangerous man, arguably in recent Russian history, back to the Russians for a WNBA player who hates this country and is addicted to drugs. By the way, she poses no threat to anyone. I believe that she was harshly and wrongfully charged with her sentencing. I believe that this could have been handled much more peacefully and much more competently by a different administration. But the Biden regime is driven by wokeness and identity politics and America last. This trade makes no sense. I am happy that Americans are able to come home I don't want Americans to be wrongfully detained abroad or to be detained abroad at all, to be quite honest. But two things stand in absolute despicable stark relief as it pertains to this trade specifically. One, there is another American. There are actually multiple Americans, but there are another there is another American who stands out who is currently in custody in Russia. His name is Paul Whelan. He is a Marine. Paul Whelan, who is a Marine, who is a former cop who deployed to Iraq, who honorably served this nation, was nabbed, just picked up in Russia by Russian security forces in the dark of night in 2018 and has been detained ever since. Paul Whelan is an American hero. Paul Whelan should have been the number one top priority for the Biden administration to negotiate for in these negotiations. He should have been first. It should not have been any movement until Paul Whelan's release was negotiated. Paul Whelan for Victor Bout makes some type of relevant sense because both of them were men who served in the military, in a military capacity, in a warfighting capacity. Both men have been trained by their respective countries as dangerous individuals who have within them the capacity to serve their nation as a military-grade male. You could sort of see the uh, linear capacity of both men to be seen on a level parlay playing field 
I'm not saying that Paul Whelan deserves to be swapped for one of the most evil, malicious, malevolent men in world history. Bout, who is named the Merchant of Death, is a flamboyant arms dealer. He's in his mid-50s with Russian military training. He became a billionaire by raiding the armories of the collapsing Soviet Union in the early 90s and using old Soviet cargo planes to transport his black market weapons to conflict zones around the world. Bout's criminal genius has been hailed by every international law enforcement agency that went after him. He was smart enough to mix his weapons shipments with more legitimate cargoes, posturing as a humanitarian to sell cheap food to starving Africans, meanwhile selling guns to every bad actor from Al-Qaeda to Hezbollah to the Taliban to the enemies of Afghanistan. Bout was bagged in Thailand in 2018 for trying to sell weapons to Colombian terrorists who were actually CIA agents in disguise. He was not just selling the murderous revolutionary armed forces of Colombia customers a few pistols. The deal included 800 surface-to-air missiles, 300,000 AK-47 firearms, 10 million rounds of ammunition, 5 tons of C4 plastic explosives. This terrorist group targeted Americans specifically and DEA agents, American law enforcement. This is the scumbag that was released for Brittany Griner. Paul Whelan, on the other hand, Paul Whelan was not part of these negotiations. Paul Whelan was not a prerequisite He was not first on the docket for the Biden regime to negotiate for. They didn't walk away because Paul Whelan wasn't part of the negotiations. No, they traded the known international billionaire terrorist who wants to kill Americans for the pothead wokester from the WNBA. Ladies and gentlemen, Christmas came early this year for The Benny Show. The only thing that we wanted for Christmas was a free speech platform, and we were able to get it this year. And it is perfectly harmonious with our free speech cellular service that we use at Pure Talk. We were certainly tired of paying more for woke wireless companies that bend the knee to communist China, and that is why our team at Team Benny uses Pure Talk. It has blazing fast data, and for just 30 bucks a month. Yeah, the same network, the same towers, the same coverage as the other guys, and half the price. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Hallelujah. Friends, this is great news. You can start saving today without having to sacrifice coverage. How do I know? Well, I am a customer. My business uses Pure Talk, and all of the benefits really add up for us. They're also a U.S.-based customer service company. They're owned by a veteran. And when you switch to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's right. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny, and you can switch over in as little as 10 minutes. Switch to a company that shares your values. Free speech. Go to puretalk.com, promo code Benny, save 50% off your first month. Pure Talk, simply smarter wireless. This is the Biden regime. The most malevolent, evil set of scumbags who have been totally and completely compromised by woke identity politics ideology that places above all else someone's identity and skin color and their hatred of America as the primary morality 
in this person's existence. And therefore, on the identity politics spectrum, Brittany Griner was more valuable than Paul Whelan. 15 years as a police officer in Michigan, 20 years as a Marine, served in Iraq, deployed, protected his fellow U.S. citizens in combat zones, went to Russia, and is now going to be spending an undeterminable amount of the rest of his life in Russian prisons. This man. Brittany Griner, on the other hand, is coming home for Christmas. The Biden regime was thrilled about it, trotting this out as a massive victory. And we will explain exactly how they know this isn't a massive victory in one moment. Check out uh, the breaking news clip of what the Bidens had to say about Griner. Go. Moments ago, standing together with her wife, Sherelle, in the Oval Office, I spoke with Brittany Griner. She's safe. She's on a plane. She's on her way home. After months of being unjustly detained in Russia, held under intolerable circumstances, Brittany will soon be back in the arms of her loved ones, and, uh, and she should have been there all along. This is a day we've worked toward for a long time. We never stopped pushing for her release. It took painstaking and intense negotiations, and I want to thank all the hardworking public servants across my administration who worked tirelessly to secure her release. So Biden is sitting there bragging about the worst U.S. foreign policy decision in my lifetime. This is on par in my lifetime with abandoning our soldiers in Benghazi to die at the hands of terrorists. Unspeakable evil will happen now that Victor Bout is back into the world. You traded an nonviolent pothead, wokester, WNBA, America-hating hippie for one of the most violent men in the world whose sole mission in life is to murder as many Americans as possible. And you're bragging about it this morning. And that really gets to the root of the issue here. The Democrat Party is thoroughly compromised by forces that hate this country. What you're witnessing is a collapsing empire. If this was a good deal... They would have done it before the midterms. They would have shoved it in the face of low information voters. If this were a good deal, they would have trotted it out at every WNBA game and every NBA game. They would have done a tour around the nation with Brittany Griner as the superstar. And they'll still do it. Trust me. Mark my words. They're going to turn her. They're going to take all of the manufacturing PR capacity that they have. And they're going to leverage Brittany Griner as the greatest American hero that ever lived. Ladies and gentlemen, if they had thought this was a good deal, they would have done it before the midterms. They would have done it before the special election in Georgia. They waited until all of the votes were done and in. They got the results that they wanted to, and then they did this deal. That is how you know. That is how you know the brokenness of our politics And the brokenness of the Democrat Party, they calculated this. They knew it was going to be a loss. They knew they had to appeal the left wing, woke wing of their party. They wouldn't allow a black woman, lesbian woman, drug addict, 
America hating, woke to be kept in prison in Russia, one of ours, not the Marine, not the person who served this country. No, no, no. One of ours, somebody on the identity politics spectrum who's notched every single victory that you could ever hope for inside of the vector of woke politics, Brittany Griner. She's done everything. She's sacrificed everything to our idols, and we got to go get her. And we'll trade the most dangerous man on planet Earth for her, a nonviolent offender, somebody who broke the law. And watch this criminal who you can argue with, again, the process in Russia, you can argue against Americans being detained. I would certainly like it if my country went and got me if I was wrongfully detained in another country. But Brittany Griner broke the law. No one has proven anything about Paul Whelan, who's actually wrongfully detained. Paul Whelan wasn't even part of the negotiations. Paul Whelan will presumably, with Joe Biden and the Democrat Party and the woke at the helm, will spend the rest of his life wrongfully inside of a Russian prison. While one of the most murderous, evil, and dangerous men in human history, Paul Bout, and America-hating Brittany Griner will prance free. The prisoner swap left behind Paul Whelan, an American former Marine jailed in Russia for two years for espionage charges. Whelan's total sentence is 16 years. Critics have slammed the Biden administration for allowing American veteran to remain imprisoned while the famous basketball star was freed. CBS News asked Secretary of State Anthony Blinken on Sunday if U.S. negotiations were actively engaged in swapping both Whelan and Griner, which should have been a prerequisite. Blinken brushed off the possibility, stating that they're just trying to bring Griner home. Serve your country. Sacrifice for your country. Do everything right. Serve as a cop, as Paul Whelan did in Michigan for 15 years. You get nothing. You get abandoned by your nation. Despise your nation, kneel for our anthem, say the anthem shouldn't be played at sporting events, do drugs, break the law inside of a foreign country, and our nation will swap terrorists and put American lives at risk for you. We tweeted as much this morning, it's going viral, meet Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan, both Americans, both convicted in Russian courts on dubious charges, both serving multi-year sentences in Russian prison. Brittany Griner hates America. Paul Whelan served America. Guess who Biden traded a terrorist to free Semper Fi, Paul? Yeah. Semper Fi. You know what Semper Fi means? It means always faithful. It's Latin. What a disgrace. It's the calling card of Marines. It's the... Uh, slogan of the U.S. Marines, always faithful. Unless there's an identity politics princess who broke the law, who's a media darling, who we could possibly swap our biggest bargaining chip for in the middle of a war, of course, with Russia. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is the holiday season, and we were expecting to find a wonderful glowing red present under our Christmas tree, a red wave, and unfortunately it was more like a red wave for a kiddie pool. And so we may be left with more disastrous spending from Joe Biden, more taxes and deepening inflation. How do you protect what you have saved? The answer is to diversify your IRA or 401k into precious metals. And you should do that with my friends at Birch Gold Group. Text Benny to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. These are great people with almost 20 years' experience in converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals, something with real value. Don't allow the left to devalue your savings, especially this Christmas. Text Benny to 989898 to claim your free no-obligation info kit on Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and Birch Gold will help you do it. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. Check them out now. Text Benny to 9898. Nine eight to secure your future. Go gold. Do it today. Just think about this and let it sink in for a moment. Let this reality sink in. Hot war with Russia would require the American military to institute a draft again. Hot war with Russia would possibly be caused by the fact that America is currently releasing Russian terrorists back to Russia in order to commit more arms deals, sell more lethal weapons, and hurt Americans. That's how hot war starts. You would be drafted into the American Armed Services, same place that Paul Whelan served. You'd be drafted into those American Armed Services, and America has just proven that they won't come for you. Your service means nothing to this regime and this administration. This is collapsing empire stuff. This is collapsing empire stuff. And we're not going to we're not going to shy away from this. Every, yes, everyone's happy that Brittany Griner's coming home. In spite of the fact that she broke Russian law. Okay? I mean, that's sort of the first prerequisite to traveling to a different nation. Don't break the laws of that nation. That goes for a foreigner coming to America, goes for an American traveling abroad. But yeah, everyone's happy that she's home. But what this proves, beyond a shadow of a doubt, is the priorities of this administration. Brittany Griner is a pothead wokester, mediocre athlete who posed no threat to anyone. Victor Bout is the most dangerous man in the world, quote unquote. He's serving 25 years in federal prison for giving lethal weapons to terrorists to kill Americans. They are not the same. This trade is evil. This trade spits in your face and mine and lets you know precisely who has totally overtaken the rotting corpse of the Democrat Party, the reanimated corpse of the Democrat Party, which was killed dead the, to the better part of 20 years ago, has been totally and completely reanimated by identity politics and the animating core of identity politics is hatred for America, your skin color, your fealty to left-wing causes first, and the despising of people like Paul Whelan. And that's why Paul Whelan's actually getting the shaft here. 
Paul Whelan is getting screwed over by the country that he served because Paul Whelan's service is no longer seen as honorable by the people in charge of this country. Paul Whelan is not seen as an honorable person because Paul Whelan was a police officer in Michigan for 15 years. Don't you know? We we need to defund the police. Brittany Griner kneeled because presumably she thought all, all cops are murderers. Brittany Griner kneels for our national anthem because people like Paul Whelan don't deserve to be respected. And now Paul Whelan rots in jail while Brittany Griner is going to be free. She's going to be liberated directly into the national spotlight. She's going to go on The View. She's going to espouse despicable, anti-American sloganeering. And guess what? She's not proud of this country. This didn't make her proud of America. This isn't, this isn't going to make her suddenly stand for the anthem. No. The core of these people, the prerequisite is that you hate this country. And that's what they love so much. This is the collapse of an empire. More than any other time in my adult life, this is what a collapsing American empire looks like. The liberation of the people who hate our country at the expense of the lives of people in this country. And the abandonment of those who gave everything, willing to sacrifice everything. Paul Whelan deployed to Iraq multiple times to serve in war zones for America. Agree or disagree with the Iraq war, irrelevant. The man's actions stand for themselves. This is like the equivalent of trading Megan Rapinoe for Osama bin Laden in 2001. This is the worst American foreign policy decision in my lifetime or yours. It is on level with Benghazi. It is on level with the abandonment of American military personnel in war zones. And it was done for the exact same reason. Cold, hard, political calculations by a party who values first and foremost the hatred of this country as a prerequisite to power. This is the ideology that you are fighting against, ladies and gentlemen. All right. That's our first and breaking story this morning that um, leads to extreme depression and shock uh, to the American spirit, the core of this nation. Somebody else who may be facing handcuffs, who certainly does also hate America, is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. AOC is now under investigation, which is essentially an indictment in Congress by the House Ethics Committee. Why? House Ethics Committee is investigating New York Democratic Rep. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on Wednesday. The committee released a brief statement saying the probe is into the high-profile progressive being extended, but did not delve into what it was regarding. Comes more than a year after a number of conservative groups asked the committee to look into the congresswoman for being comped a $35,000 Met Gala ticket and a designer-made tax-the-rich dress. The acting chairwoman, ranking member of the House Ethics Committee, has decided to extend the matter regarding Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, in which was transmitted to the committee by the Office of Congressional Ethics in June, the statement said. The committee notes that the mere fact of a referral or extension and the mandatory disclosure of such extension in the name of subject does not itself indicate that the violation occurred, but this is essentially an indictment on behalf of 
the committee. Ladies and gentlemen, the breaking news on AOC, perhaps swapping that tax, the rich designer dress for an orange jumpsuit. Go. Fox News alert. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is under a House ethics investigation. The House committee is looking into AOC after a complaint was filed with the Office of Congressional Ethics. Now, this process is just beginning, and this won't go anywhere until next year's Congress is sworn in. But it got us thinking, what could they be investigating? Are they looking into AOC's former campaign manager, who failed to report nearly a million dollars in campaign expenses back in 2018? Not it. Is it for dereliction of duty? Because she hasn't lifted a finger to stop the crime crisis in New York. The sources have confirmed to primetime that the Ethics Committee is investigating AOC over her appearance at the Met Gala last year. You remember the party I'm talking about where AOC wore a dress that looked like a bag of Chick-fil-A with Tax the Rich written on it? Now, Ocasio-Cortez got to crash the party for free. Those tickets to the gala run around $35,000. So who covered the bill? That's what Congress is going to try to figure out. Okay, so who did cover the bill? So when you are a member of Congress, you're not allowed to take large gifts without disclosing them, without paying them back. When I lived in Washington, D.C., you couldn't bring somebody out to dinner if the dinner was over $15, which you would have to go to Chick-fil-A, essentially, in order to get a dinner under $15. Actually, you know, if you order a Chick-fil-A like on Uber Eats, you're going to get $15. You have to report that. You have to pay it back. That's considered an in-kind donation. So AOC is in a violation of those ethics rules by wearing that ridiculous dress, tax the rich to the richest rich person, McRicherstein, gala in America, the Met Gala. It's pretty ironic. Does AOC voluntarily give more of her taxpayer-funded salary? Do you know it's almost $200,000 a year that AOC makes? AOC brings in millions of dollars in donations. Does she give any of that, any of those proceeds to poor people? Does AOC voluntarily pay more in taxes? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, A good question. This dress was designed by a tax cheat herself. The dress itself was made by a a designer who has like multiple tax liens against her house and against her business. The person that AOC went to the event with, she accepted the dress for free. She accepted the tickets for free. And she looked like a bag of Chick-fil-A while she did it. So we can prove it. Here's bag of Chick-fil-A. Here's AOC. We report, you decide. Which one looks more appetizing to you? AOC took the opportunity to display a tone-deaf tax, the rich slogan on a custom-aged designer gown while rubbing elbows with Hollywood celebrities and influencers. The group select not selected by the Met, but handpicked by Anna Wintour of Conte Nast. Yes, Anna Wintour. That's right. So Anna Wintour, the fanciest of fancy New York people, let AOC sit at a table, gave her a $35,000 ticket, 
AOC took a dress designed by a tax cheat, a specific designer. She was there in all the photos with AOC. She, uh, this, this person like defrauded the federal government for PPP loans. Aurora James is her name. She's a notorious tax deadbeat, unpaid debts, dodging taxes in multiple states. So this is the person that AOC went to the Met Gala with. The committee is looking into alleg- uh, uh, into multiple other allegations against AOC. The National Legal and Policy Center also filed a complaint against her attendance at the Met Gala with the House Ethics Committee. The entire situation is exactly what the House gift rule is designed to prevent, and we request the immediate investigation into the matter, said the the head of the National Legal Policy Center. Spokesperson for AOC said that they are confident that the investigation will be dismissed. Well, judging by the fact that Brittany Griner is free, we don't have great hopes against there being any justice here for AOC. However, ladies and gentlemen, it is and remains quite entertaining, as is everything with as is everything with AOC. AOC would be ready, perhaps, for handcuffs in the future. She's been practicing, by the way, and certainly not with her uh, uh, doughy, stay-puffed, ginger, marshmallow man of a husband. She's been practicing handcuffs in front of the Supreme Court, where AOC was led away by police for blocking and obscuring traffic, she decided to put herself inside of fake, invisible handcuffs. Very special moment here in American history. Watch. The greatest hand, maybe, maybe Russia, maybe these are Russian made. Who knows? Maybe these are Russian made. I would love to see AOC, what happens with AOC uh, convicted in Russia. If they would put handcuffs on her, that you could go like this. You go like that in your handcuffs. AOC in that clip takes her hands, cuffs them behind her back, and then as she's walking away, gives the black power symbol. The workers of the world unite symbol. The BLM adopted communist symbol, May Day is what the symbol comes from, the raised fist of power. AOC not very uh, liked in her own district at home. Earlier in the year, a group of protesters chanted at AOC that she needs to leave office now. AOC, of course, deeply emotionally troubled by that, very resonant with those protesters. Watch. So AOC obviously uh, going to be bringing great joy to these people if she is in fact indicted or found guilty of ethics violations. We'll see what happens in a Republican-led Congress. Kevin McCarthy has promised to rip 
people like Ilhan Omar and Eric Swalwell off of committees. Adam Schiff, he said, will not be serving on committees. That is a good step in the right direction. Will a Republican-led ethics committee be bringing charges against AOC? You can fine her. You can take away and strip her of committees and of power in Congress. A lot could be done to AOC. AOC's argument for all this has been recently released, actually breaking during this show. Uh, AOC's argument uh, in favor of what she did here at this gala, uh, again, has been released in a breaking clip here. AOC demands uh, that you listen to her. That is a preview of AOC's argument before the House Ethics Committee. Listen, listen, listen. It's not racist when we do it. It's not racist when AOC does a pantomime impression of a Puerto Rican. What is extremely racist is when you try to subvert the world's most powerful, richest, and successful African-American from running his own damn company. That's what happens at Twitter. Elon Musk firing some of the worst actors at Twitter, James Baker, the former scumbag FBI lawyer, getting fired for trying to stop the release of the Twitter files. Jack Dorsey, the former CEO of Twitter, said it's important that everything that has been hidden from the bosses gets released. Well, this is very interesting news. Jack Dorsey now is on the transparency train. Jack Dorsey, of course, was in charge of the company when the woke took over like a virus and a cancer, the same cancer that releases Brittany Griner instead of Paul Whelan, doesn't even try and negotiate for Paul Whelan. Woke is a mind virus. It is a cancer. This happened under Jack Dorsey's tenure as CEO at Twitter. Donald Trump getting banned, conservatives like us getting deplatformed, deboosted. ALX, our executive producer, getting completely ripped offline. He's back, by the way. Follow ALX. ALX Revenge Arc is so sweet and so beautiful. And now the Revenge Arc of Elon Musk taking over Twitter. Equally beautiful and sweet. Elon is firing the head of legal, the counsel at Twitter. Man's name is James Baker, former FBI lawyer, for interfering inside of the release of the Twitter files. So egregious, so damaging, so despicable, these people. They hate you. They do not want sunlight, which is the greatest disinfectant. They want darkness. Darkness is in their souls, and Elon Musk is bringing the light. Watch. Hi, good to see you, Neil. Yeah, I mean, the Twitter saga never disappoints. The latest drama is filled with irony. So Musk is pushing for transparency at the company. And it turns out that the transparency behind those Twitter files released on Friday is tainted by an employee at Twitter suppressing information. So we were expecting another dump regarding the Hunter Biden laptop saga over the weekend. But that was delayed following the bombshell that Twitter's deputy general counsel was vetting the first batch of files with 
without knowledge of new management. So Musk addressed the controversy yesterday evening. He tweeted this. He said, quote, in light of concerns about Baker's possible role in suppression of information important to the public dialogue, he was exited from Twitter today. Now, note that James Baker was the former general counsel for the FBI. So critics are questioning how he was still allowed to be involved this long. None more so, by the way, than Republican lawmakers. With some details coming out in part one of the Twitter files, they're now calling for those involved in the suppression decision to appear before the House Oversight Committee. So Elon Musk came out with bombshell information that some of the most important data was kept hidden from him and reporters, and that may have been deleted as it pertains to Twitter's censorship activities. This is now an entire corporate conspiracy. Musk fired Twitter's deputy general counsel Jim Baker on Tuesday after it was brought to his attention that Baker had vetted the first installment of the so-called Twitter files shared by Substack journalist Matt Taibbi. Baker's involvement in curating files relevant to Twitter suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story sparked a firestorm on the platform, particularly since Baker's formerly served as the FBI's general counsel. Hmm. Where would the motivation to protect the FBI be in this witch's kitchen saga now? What a rat's nest. So you have the former FBI lawyer, the guy who, by the way, Jim Baker was in charge of promoting the Russian hoax inside of the FBI. Jim Baker is the same guy that protected Hillary Clinton from prosecution when she absolutely deleted files that were government property in order to stave off and to protect her own ass. Incredible, the corruption of this uniparty, man. They are systemic. You want to talk about real systemic problems in this country? It ain't racism. It is the corrupted, contemptible power of the elites over you. And Jim Baker is emblematic of it. This prompted Dorsey, who stepped down as Twitter CEO last year, and from its board of directors in May to call for full transparency and the release of the Twitter files. This is a very, very big thing. Musk announced on Tuesday that he had terminated Deputy General Counsel Jim Baker in light of concerns that Baker's possible role in suppression of information important to the public dialogue. So Elon Musk buys the company. It becomes a totally private company. He says, you will get this data and this information to independent journalists and this FBI scumbag lawyer steps in in order to sift through the data and to obscure further information that you can know. Is there any end to their corruption? What a rat's nest. What a witch's kitchen. His explanation was unconvincing. Musk wrote to a Twitter user when asked if Baker was able to explain himself further, physically inserting himself into the middle of the First Amendment. Moments later, Taibbi began his own Twitter thread, calling the Twitter files a supplemental. On Friday, the first installment of the Twitter files were published here. We explained uh, that more would be published over the weekend, but we were wondering why there was a delay. That's because FBI former former FBI general counsel Jim Baker was inserting himself into the process and stopping information from being released to the press. My jaw hit the floor. Taibbi wrote.
Institutions this evil and this corrupt cannot stand, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it, it won't stand. It cannot stand. Institutions this corrupt will not be able to survive for long. A country, a house, to paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, that is divided against itself will not be able to survive. And that's what we're seeing right now in America. And this is why the term, uh, the the search term civil war is spiking, quite frankly. And we don't want that. But if you do not have a country where you have shared principles and shared truth, which is the prerequisite to having a country, you must have a purpose for the country's existence and you must have a shared ideology, a shared set of principles for that country to exist. That shared set of principles should say Brittany Griner will not be on the bargaining table until Paul Whelan is released. And perhaps we should never release one of the most dangerous men in the world for either of them. It depends, quite frankly, on how these negotiations go and what's at stake. But no, unless if you have an alternate reality set of principles, this country fails. If you don't have something that binds the country up and a set of principles that say unequivocally, yeah, you serve this nation, Paul Whelan, as an operator in wartime and as a cop, you will be the first to come home. Brittany Griner, as an American, I don't want her to experience pain or to rot in a, a Russian jail. You did break the laws of that country. Shame on you. You'll be next on the list. You'll be somewhere down the priority list. Let's get the American hero home first. Full stop. End of negotiations. Paul Whelan first. Hmm. That's what most logical people would think in this scenario, but no, not the Biden regime. Why? Because the Biden regime has been shot through with woke. Identity politics above everything else. Appeasement of their subsection of rabid loyalists inside the Democrat Party who see Brittany Griner as an American hero because of the very fact that she hates America. You can't have a country continue with two sets of principles. James Baker at Twitter represents a set of principles that say censorship is good. The First Amendment was a mistake. People shouldn't be allowed to think for themselves, and they must only have government-sanctioned truth. That's it. That's what Jim Baker stands for. This is why he was fired at Twitter. Corinne Jean-Pierre refuses to comment on if the Biden campaign communicated with Twitter about Biden's laptop. Again, you are entitled to your opinions. In this country, you are not entitled to your own facts. Corinne Jean-Pierre knows that there are smoking guns inside of these Twitter files that show, we've already shown them to you on this show, that the Biden campaign communicated with Twitter in order to ban accounts that they didn't like. One of them is the executive producer of the show, ALX, who tweeted a meme about Joe Biden. And the Biden campaign presumably asked for ALX to be banned. And that is why ALX was banned. We have yet to see the hard evidence, but we know it's there. We've seen Harvard evidence of the Biden campaign asking for other accounts to get banned, ladies and gentlemen. And now Corinne Jean-Pierre is feeling the heat of that inside of the press room. Continuing to lie, it goes kind of like this. Watch. 
I'm wondering if there, there was that communication there surrounding the Hunter Biden laptop. Story. So I can't speak to decisions made uh, by uh, by the campaign from here. That is not it is a political uh, uh, campaign. So I can't speak from that from here to that from here. I'm covered by the Hatch Act. And so I'm just not going to comment on on the question that you're asking me. But what I can say more broadly is, of course, uh, it's up to these companies uh, to make their own decision about the content on their platforms and to ensure content follows uh, their own standards and policies. But I'm just not going to uh, comment on a decision that was made during the campaign. So this decision that was made during the campaign is antithetical to the First Amendment. It is antithetical to the entire reason that this country was founded. If you do not have a set of guiding principles that both sides can agree upon, and there have been political factions and political parties since the very beginning of this country, they started out inside of George Washington's administration, George Washington perhaps being the single soul and last leader that was universally elected in this country without political parties, warning against political parties and the poison that they would entail. But nonetheless, this is human nature. If those parties and those people do not agree in principles, in the cornerstone of this country, if truth doesn't exist, if the First Amendment doesn't exist for these people, you no longer have a country. And what you're seeing in the Brittany Griner swap is the collapse of an empire. That's what's happening right now. It's the destruction of a country with shared principles. It's spitting in the face of probably probably 80% of the country. That would be like, yeah, free the Marine. What the hell? This WNBA, this, uh, this WNBA star, like who? What? No. The motivations are actually... Quite frankly, the opposite. They're to humiliate you. And that's what's happening now. Cringing Pierre every single day up on the press dais lying to you. Former FBI agent reveals massive election interference in bombshell court testimony. Big tech lawsuit has uncovered one of the most disturbing revelations yet about social media companies collusion with law enforcement agencies to police speech on the Internet. A former FBI agent, Chris, uh, sorry, Elvis Chan. Revealed during court hearings that the Bureau held weekly meetings with major social media companies prior to the 2020 elections and the 2022 elections. On Wednesday, the court transcript of former FBI agent Elvis Chan's testimony was released to corroborate earlier reports. Mr. Chan or Agent Chan, do you recall, on social media platform side participating in these working group meetings, he was asked under oath. The companies I remember working with are Facebook, Microsoft, Google, Twitter, Yahoo, which may have been Verizon Media at the time, and Wikimedia Foundation and Reddit, said Chan. Chan was then asked about why the FBI was participating in these meetings. The reason that I attended these meetings is because of the way the FBI works. The FBI field offices are responsible for maintaining the day-to-day -day relationships with the companies that are headquartered in their area of responsibility. And I may occasionally abbreviate uh, the, and all the companies that I have listed, with the exception of Microsoft, are all headquartered in San Francisco. Chan testified that he was in regular contact with Facebook and Twitter Famous censorous head of trust and safety, the now disgraced Yoel Roth. Yoel Roth 
was recently terminated by Elon Musk, as was general counsel Jim Baker, who was the FBI's counsel. These people are like rats. They have infected every single section of our country, every corridor of power. These agents are sitting there telling Attorney General Eric Schmidt, who joined the program last week, who is now Senator-elect Eric Schmidt of Missouri, telling them that these weekly meetings, they would flag posts. They would warn of misinformation relating to Hunter Biden right before the Hunter Biden laptop drop. Even if Chan played no role in the Hunter Biden laptop communication issue, he had knowledge of who did, and his deposition is nonetheless warranted. If Chan played a role in the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story, then such information has been made clear in his deposition. Ladies and gentlemen, you are starting to see the largest coordinated effort on election interference in American history and is coming from inside of our house, inside of our country. What happens when you wake up and you realize that you live in a clown world and you realize that everything that you thought was real and every agency that you thought was protecting free speech and your rights to a safe and legal vote was doing exactly the opposite, rigging the game, preventing your speech, protecting those who commit evil and fraud against you, freeing pothead wokesters for hardened terrorists. And you'll continue to sit back and you'll continue to be disgraced by your federal government. We'll see what they do with Sam Bankman-Fried. Apparently, the disgraced crypto bro is under criminal investigation by the Department of Justice. Sam Bankman-Fried, disgraced former CEO of the collapsing cryptocurrency company FTX, is being investigated by the Justice Department for potentially manipulating the market in a way that led to intra-related cryptocurrency companies to collapse. The New York Times reports that Bankman-Fried manipulated the currencies of two crypto companies. This is, of course, the largest scam on American investors since Enron. This is without question the fraud perpetrated upon the American financial system larger than Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff spending the rest of his life in prison. Sam Bankman-Fried has yet to be in handcuffs. An investigation into the two companies is part of a deeper look at how the $8 billion of FTX customer funds inexplicably vanished in November. Well, it's not inexplicable. Here's what happened. He literally robbed the bank accounts, the funded accounts of his users. He stole their money, and then he used it to prop up his own coins. It was a Ponzi scheme. People invested. The money got taken from their accounts against the terms of service, of course, of the company and without their knowledge, and it was reinvested back into Almeida Research, which, of course, is the Ponzi scheme being run by the meth goblin girlfriend of this guy. They invested inside of their crypto coins, Terra USD, a stable coin, term usually used in reference to being backed by the U.S. dollar. Terra USD stability was rooted not in the dollar, but in the value based out of other digital coins called the Luna. The trades in the crypto ecosystem could mint the coins and would affect their value. Of course, all the coins collapsed when people started taking out and withdrawing their money. There was no money in the kitty. Everything was being reinvested in a Ponzi scheme. Sam Bankman-Fried is the biggest scam artist of our day, yet the New York Times is having him speak inside of their little struggle sessions and applauding him. Maxine Waters, who's in charge of the House 
Finance Committee, which is itself such an insult to you. It is about the Russian KGB agent. I can't remember what his name is. Bresmanov and his famous retelling of how you collapse a nation as strong as America. You have to demoralize its people. This is about demoralization. You have to be demoralized. This is what they're going for. The demoralization is having Maxine Waters, who has voted the most corrupt member of Congress in charge of the House Finance Committee. This is demoralization. Maxine Waters, who's accepted money from Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX. Yuri Bresmanov. Yeah, that's right. We put up his clip the other day. Former KGB agent talking about the how do you break a country as powerful as America? You have to demoralize its people. And Maxine Waters being uh, the chair of the House Finance Committee, Maxine Waters, one of the most disgraced and corrupt individuals in the American congressional system sitting there as the House Financial Services chairwoman. Incredible. She said in a tweet on Wednesday that a subpoena for FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried to testify is definitely on the table, but she hasn't subpoenaed him yet. In fact, Maxine Waters blew him a kiss uh, about a year ago when Sam Bankman-Fried was up on Capitol Hill to launder money into Democrat causes. Watch. There you go. Maxine Waters blowing kisses to Sam Bankman-Fried. This caused Dave Portnoy to absolutely lose it yesterday. Maxine Waters, not sure yet if she's going to subpoena the Bernie Madoff of our time. And the reason why is because why? Why? What is the purpose of this show? What's the theme of this show? Sam Bankman-Fried was woke. Sam Bankman-Fried gave his money to Democrat causes. Sam Bankman-Fried hated America. Sam Bankman-Fried was on the right side of politics, so he will be protected. Dave Portnoy having an aneurysm over this, the awakening of the masses. It's the only thing that can save us. The red pilling of the anons, the black pilling of the anons. This, this is the only way to save this republic, for people to, for people to wake up out of their Bud Light, uh, Buffalo Wing, Cheeto Dust Haze. And to recognize what is happening to this nation because it cannot continue. Here's Dave Portnoy having his black pill moment. Okay, I could do another rant about our friend SPF. You remember him, the CEO of FTX? Hi, y'all, it's SPF. It just came out the last couple hours that Maxine Waters, who has been seen taking pictures of him, blowing kisses to him, is not going to subpoena this guy to testify in front of Congress. What are we talking about? SBF for the last week, two weeks, has been a f***ing mediator. He's going around trying to act like Mr. Honest. They want to figure it out and get people their money back. Every hard question that SBF gets asked, like, hey, SBF, where did the $8 billion go? Hey, SBF, how did you, did you know that you were commingling funds, that money were depositing to FTX? You were basically gambling on stocks with Almeida, same parent company. His, his answer, by the way, to every one of those questions is this. Uh, oh, 
I don't know. It's news to me. I don't know where the $8 billion went. Uh, let me look it up. Uh, I got to find out. Let me talk to some people. Oh, I don't know. Well, you said you had $4 billion like yep. that came in, right? Yep. Is, is that still, does that still exist? Was that ever real? Um, it, I, I, my guess is that, that some of them might, that, and, um, I, you know, this guy, the CEO of FTX is making it seem like he didn't know shit in his company. He's just sitting in the Bahamas up with his girlfriend and his Paul Marius relationship. Just everyone, but they didn't do anything business-wise, even though everyone in their company is like, they ran it all. This is the biggest scam of our lifetime. And this guy is just like Brittany Griner getting out of jail because he's woke. Because he's an identity politics bitch. And so he's going to get out of jail. This guy gave all the money to the right woke causes, the right woke corporations. And by the way, he stole your money and investors money in order to donate to Democrats so that they would win during the midterm elections. The Democrat Party is a party built on fraudulence and the hatred of America. And we need something to stop it. We need a battering ram. The uh, show that we produce here is meant to be an optimistic show, forward thinking and on offense at all times. But you've got to take an assessment of your own team and have a look at it and say what you need to take the field and win. Victory is all that matters. And right now, Ronna McDaniel is looking like she's going to win again an unprecedented fourth term as the chairwoman of the RNC, even though we as Republicans of all people should have a meritocracy in place where if you took over when Republicans had the House, the White House, and the Senate, and you've lost all three of those, all three in Ron McDaniel's time, then yeah, you should probably not be allowed to run again. Lee Zeldin here saying that this election is rigged as well, and that I'm not going to run because Ron McDaniel has greased enough of the palms of the RNC committee men and women and state chairs. She's made enough of their friends rich, paid enough of them as consultants so that they will vote for her. This is a fraud. Ronna McDaniel, Ronna Romney McDaniel is a fraud. She is controlled decline. She is destroying our party. She's going to run again. Lee Zeldin saying that he won't run against her because she's already cooked the books in order to win. Some shocking stuff here. Watch. The RNC builds the road and the cars drive on it. That's the candidates. We don't pick the cars. The voters do. So but you, you need have... both to get to your destination. You need a really strong campaign and strong consultants. But I think the RNC has built an incredible road. We are getting the vote out. How do you explain four million more voters going out in this election? And we also did take back the House. She is seeking a fourth two-year term steering the, uh, the GOP. Do you believe she is the right person for the job? No, it's time to step aside uh, using the words, how do you explain, continuing across that logic. Uh, when the chairwoman came into this position, we had the White House, the House, and the Senate. 
between 2018 and 2020, that was all lost. Uh, the House barely recovered in 2022 with what should have been a national red wave. Uh, now is not the time to say, okay, uh, we should just continue with more of the stain that the status quo should not be acceptable. I think the party needs to retool. The party needs to transform. There's a lot that we need to be doing better from messaging to the fundraising and expenditure side to how we election, uh, do, do election tactics and electioneering. Uh, it, there's a lot of feedback from across the country where there's a desire for, for fresh blood, for new leadership. What happens when you wake up and realize that everything is rigged against you, that you don't matter, that you are a serf, and that with the technology available today and the amount of free money available today and the political systems as they stand, that you are the target to be trod upon, that none of these people care what you have to think, whether you're part of the MAGA movement or the Tea Party movement, you're just going to be ground. You're going to come. You're going to enter as a T-bone steak and you're going to be ground into ground beef. You're going to be turned into hamburger meat. That these people don't care about you. And that Mitt Romney and Romney McDaniel, who's in charge of the RNC, are on the same side as Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. That they are controlled opposition. They are invested in the destruction of the only populist movement that matters in the world, the conservative movement, the populist movement here in America, and that they are going to try and lose. And that is what they are doing. The only way to explain the GOP's performance in the last election, which was a historically bad election environment for Democrats, historically broken election. You had a president who was polling 30% approval rating. Record high inflation, open border, rampant crime, the destruction of everyone's gas tank to grocery bill. Deeply unsafe and deeply unpopular policies. And of course, the predation of predations upon our children, which every parent felt. How is it that Republicans were able to snatch defeat out of the jaws of victory by winning a absolutely petulant, flaccid House majority based only upon California and Florida blue states, I'm sorry, correction, California and New York, those are the states that won us the House majority. That's great. Oh, that that's sustainable. That seems very sustainable. Meanwhile, losing ground in every swing state, every swing state, Wisconsin, Georgia, Arizona, every swing state. Republican Party lost ground. They're going to sit there and prance around. Ron McDaniel is going to sit there and prance around on TV as though she's done anything to be excited to, 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 to brag about. She should hang her head in shame. Her head should be in a bag for multiple reasons. It should be in shame. Hang your head in a bag. Walk away. You took over in 2017. Republicans at the House, the Senate, and the White House. And you have lost all of them. Republicans lost a net one seat in the Senate this cycle. We lost seats. Lost seats. Mitch McConnell spending his time in Ukraine and not in Arizona. Spending multi-millions and a safe seat in Alaska in order to get one of his rubber-stamped 
pro-abortion lady who voted against the repeal of Obamacare. By the way, Lisa Murkowski, you remember that? Lisa Murkowski voted against the repeal of Obamacare. Lisa Murkowski. This is the person that Mitch McConnell spent multi-millions on saving. When will we wake up? We're awake, certainly. Not woke, but we're awake on this show. That's because we have our priorities straight. God, family, country. This is what we care about on this program. We're born free men and women. We're going to stay that way. One, because we don't do drugs inside of Russia. And two, because we're going to fight. We're going to be on offense, and uh, this collapsing regime can't stand. I mean, it just cannot stand. This is a regime that hates you. They hate this country, and they are looking for a fall. They're due a fall, ladies and gentlemen. And so we're going to speak truth every single day on this platform, and we thank you so much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Offense, offense, offense all the time. That's the way we go. This is The Benny Show. My name is Benny Johnson. Thanks for watching.